one hi hi guys welcome to the brand new and first official episode of 2023 of the ambipod i am your co-host yatta and i am your other co-host bosola yes sir so this is the in case you missed it episode this is the segment formerly known as trend report where we run down all the latest trends in black beauty and we kind of go a little bit more in depth in depth into the topics as me and basola both work in the beauty and retail industries and we just give you like the latest gossip. but before we start basola we have to do a roundup of the end of last year because we missed a couple of months so Mm. take me through it okay so what can i say what can i say I feel like there were some high points. Mm-hmm. My 23rd birthday, that was lit. That's I good. went to Malta, that was fun. But then someone started tweeting all these 23s, the worst year of your Here life. Go, I'm, bring, I'm bringing them to my TL. And I've just been like, okay, you know what? I can see that. Not that it's worse, but it's just been meh. However, there are some highlights that haven't been mentioned, obviously, because we took some time away. Yeah. So some of them highlights being two Nike events that I went to that were so fun. I got some lovely, lovely trainers for free, got some free food, free drinks. And it just made me realise I need to be living the life where I get to go to PR events. Yeah. Yata, you need to fix up. I, I don't be going to enough events. Do you know what it is? It's even me, myself, I don't go to enough events. <laughs> that's why um but if you guys didn't catch it the someone she was talking about was me um in my defense it was not aimed towards you it was me myself because i'm turning 23 this year yeah no 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 but the (laughs) thing is i turned 23 in september you were tweeting these from like retweeting these from october your birthday is in april it was too early it was too early listen whoever it was that was retweeting someone's my tweet shouldn't have been doing that so i wouldn't have to retweet it that's that's all i'm gonna say Mm. but i guess for me like the second half of the year was pretty good Shout out to Searchline. <laughs> Those who get it, get it. Um, I did look, I don't know, I can't remember. I think, so I went to Kalani's concert. I've been meaning to go to see Kalani since 2016. I think the first time she came to the UK was 2016, but mm. I was like in sixth form and broke, so didn't get to go. And I think she came back maybe 2018 for like wireless or something. She did some like festival, mm-hmm. didn't get to go. She came, was it 2021 for that Yum Fest? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, yeah. Uh, realistically didn't turn out that great but still like (laughs) i still wanted to i finally saw her she was so good like genuinely so so good so that was amazing what else did i do um i got a second promotion which was fun it's like more responsibility but i'm happy and then i went on holiday i went to go see my mum over the christmas break and that was good and it was really cute oh i have another highlight yeah yata's boss said i'm funny um she said okay no. cool i'm not gonna, I'm not gonna you can't actually fight it because that was a direct quote and that's yeah. all i have to say okay but i'm funny but that's okay uh, sure. <laughs> um but yeah it's well it's not really the new year by the time this episode comes out it's gonna be february so we have no 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 we've, we've established before this is our new year february <laughs> yeah. yeah so we have i mean we've settled quite would we'll quite literally be settled into the kind of settled into the new year i guess mm. but do you have any new year's resolutions for solar no okay why but- because I looked at my um, list of resolutions last year and I only achieved one. Okay. Shout out to passing my driving test in Period. 2022. Um, she so still hasn't driven me anywhere. I just want to point that's that That's a out. lie. Do you not remember when you came to my oh, house yeah. and I drove okay, you to the station? Okay, she drove me to the station. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll give you mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she tried it. So because of that, I started seeing 
like you know p- post christmas between um christmas and new year mm-hmm. i saw loads of um tiktoks about intentions yeah and like vision boards so i said you know what let me try something new okay let me do something different so what i've done is i created a vision board for 2023 i have some like overall intentions for the year like stuff i'd really really like to do that i haven't achieved but they're less so like hard goals they're yeah. just like vibes yeah and then what i'm gonna do is each month like plan out what is it that i want to achieve in that month mm-hmm. so this month i have stuff like oh try new two new things um um oh i can't remember any of the rest it's, it's you know it's saved onto my laptop can yeah. you see i bookmarked it like a smart <laughs> babe so it's always easy to come back to yeah whilst i look for my intentions for the month what have you done um so i don't have goals or intentions so i'm kind of running off of vibes because I, I i've realized that's how I work best. Like, it's like <laughs> it sounds really like counterproductive, but like I know I have stuff that I want to do. Like for example, like I jo- I joined like a new gym, so I'm like in my fitness bag right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, like if it, I don't want to say it on the podcast, but you know I said last year that hopefully I'll be doing my masters, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I didn't, I didn't do it, so I don't want to say it again. But yeah, crossed, basically, yeah. um, I don't know. Like I, have, I, I, so I have things I want to accomplish. Like this year. This year cannot pass me by without me getting my driver's license. That's at all. That's please. one. That's one. <laughs> I don't want to jinx it, so that's why I'm not like too. I'm not putting too much pressure on it, but mm-hmm. I do. There's definitely stuff that I want to like achieve, and I'm doing mine in quarters instead of months. Mm. So because I think, I don't know, maybe it's because like working, like that's how it's like structured. It makes it easier for me in my mind as well. Okay, but, yeah, that makes sense. Oh, I found some of January's. Mm-hmm. So sit down and plan for the year financially i've actually done that in my head i okay. just need to write it down yeah um thinking about doing like my own 75 soft okay but like softer <laughs> 75 soft is too, too for hard. the people who don't know what 75 soft or 75 hard is could you give like a little rundown so it's like for 75 days you um promise to, 75 soft because hard is too much you promise to read 10 pages of a book a day you promise to like exercise or move your body 30 minutes every day you only drink on special occasions you eat healthily mm-hmm. And I think that's most of it. Yeah. It's just about like setting yourself up for good habits, which is one of my key goals for this month is setting myself up for good habits. And the last one is to try a new activity, which I have Pilates booked for the end of the month because I found a really good Good Groupon voucher. You know what? Yeah. (laughs) I don't think you guys understand. I generally think, okay, yes, it's hard, but I like the fact that once it's done, I'll be like, yes, I did it. Yeah. I wanted to give up. And then I don't have to think about the exercise. Yeah. And I actually saw like, kind of like, a trend that was going on through like TikTok and Instagram, mm-hmm. which was like beauty ins and outs, where people were kind of just running through things that they're leaving in 2022 and things that are in for 2023. So, hear me while we play this game, Musala. What are your beauty ins and what are your beauty outs? Okay, my ins are facials. Mm-hmm. I just think, you know, a little bit of self care, look after yourself. I'm going to that hydro facial London flagship store. Flagship store. Yeah in january so basically you'll hear about it in february's episodes um scalp care like just look after your scalp because these people that be putting gel on your scalp are wicked because i kept thinking why is my scalp so dry so dry and it was always gel and now this lady didn't put gel on my hair my hair is fine it's not it's not dry no dandruff so i was like wow you really be giving me contact dermatitis (laughs) wicked people yeah and then body care i think looking after your body and your body's skin is going to be really important this year yeah Definitely, I agree. That's it. When we get to like wish list, I have something that's 
a body brand that have been like I like have mm-hmm. my eye out. But um for me, mine is like proper hair care. So same as the solar, I've booked like a consultation at a um curly hair studio. Mm-hmm. I will like I will say it in next month's episode because I don't want to like I, I'm scared that I go and I mm-hmm. don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't want to like big it up and then not. But I think it was like the one I chose specifically was they do like curly hair and keep it curly. Mm-hmm. I feel like other like studios that have uh, uh hair studios that I've seen, they kind of it's kind of like they specialize in like soul prices and stuff like that, which is which is fine. But for me, that's not what my goals are. So I'm trying to. Yeah, trying to get into that bag. Self-care days. I realised mm. last year they were like far and few between. And really? they happened like randomly. Mm-hmm. And I think because I didn't like dedicate a day to them, that's why I didn't, like, I, I, I didn't think there were like, actual proper self-care days. It was just that when I was feeling down, I was trying to make myself feel better. Mm-hmm. So I want to, yeah, be more intentional with my self-care days. Jewellery. Now, I, up until last year, was a big hater of jewellery. I used to hate wearing um, earrings. Really? Did you? I promise you never saw me with earrings. I didn't anything. know you were a hater. Like not I think even you... hater. I just found them. Like, oh, I didn't fair. care for it. You know what I mean? But now I really enjoy it. Like I, f- I found some cute pieces on Kayoni. I have a few like thingy. Like the one, the earrings I'm wearing now. You can't see obviously. But the earrings I'm wearing now and the necklace I'm wearing now. They're from Kayoni. That's a lie. One's from Kayoni. One's from Amalola Jewelry. That's it. Oh, okay. <laughs> so yeah. Um. But yeah, I'm trying to get into my jewelry bag. I don't know if I'm as open to wearing silver. What do you feel about silver jewelry? I love silver. I, don't I know, actually you prefer know. silver to gold. I don't personally. know. I'm a gold girl. I have quite a bit of silver. Yeah. Um. And then wearing more color. That's like one of my biggest intentions. I would say that if that's an intention, that's my intentions. Um. Hasn't been going that well. Mm. But I'm still committed <laughs> to wearing more colour. Um, I just think it's a bit like I love black. I love a black fit. It looks it looks like very classic, but I think life is too short to be wearing black every single day. Do you know what I mean? No, because if I think if you generally enjoy just wearing black, keep going. I do, but I feel like I kind of look the same. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I want to change. I like, I want days where my outfit looks like you. It's like it's like an outfit rather than just like a fit. I feel okay. like black stuff are fit and then colors outfit but i don't know if it makes sense but yeah and then nail design so my big thing this year is nails i've decided because i'm not an eyelash braid like i, I can't stand strip lashes not strip lashes individuals. individuals and strip lashes are like i don't like rebuying that's mm-hmm. much i think it's just like money that's not needed so um and like hair it's like hair is hair in there because i feel like more times like your hair stays kind of the same yeah um and then yeah so like i just decided decided nails are my thing they're very expensive Oh, I think 100%. it might be the nail tech that I go to, but she does write by me, so I'm a stick by her. <laughs> <laughs> She's a good, good. Did you do your She's... outs? No, no, no. Do I... your outs? My out is just one, but there are levels to it. So mm-hmm. I try to think of more. It's overconsumption. And my issue is, I think in the beauty industry, everyone just buys too much. Yeah. And you don't let stuff finish and you always try to follow the new trends. But then on top of that, in that overconsumption, don't be blaming influencers. Have some self self yeah. will. Hold yourself. I saw a TikTok where they were like, "Oh, I'm gonna stop listening to influencers. They've made me buy seven blushes in the same shade." And I was like, "They didn't make they you didn't buy. Make you do anything. They didn't make you. Yeah. you. You chose to go and buy them. Yeah. So we need to have some like self will, self respect. So like that's my out. Like just over buying stuff and mm-hmm. just buying stuff for the sake of oh it's popular. Mm-hmm. Oh oh other people said it's really good and it's something I'm working on myself." Like, I don't, I'm trying not to buy any new skincare, any new products until I finish what I have. Mm-hmm. So far, it's working. 
but I have a lot of backstock and that's a me problem. Yeah. So when the backstock is done, I'll let you guys know how I'm going. <laughs> no, but I, do you not think, you know how I said, whenever like your skincare or like makeup runs out, it always runs out, everything runs out at the same time. So then you have to buy everything at the same time. But, and that's expensive. <laughs> no, that is expensive. However, you know what? Skincare wise, I'm actually in a good place. Okay. Um, My cleanser, my actual day-to-day cleanser, that one's going to run out in like the next month. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Okay. I have a, I have two um, cleansing balms in backstock mm-hmm. that that I've never used. Um, the CeraVe healing ointment. When um, my friend went to America, mm-hmm. she got me the tub, oh. like the fat tub. Yeah. I'm good for three years. <laughs> I also have the mini tube yeah. to take on holiday. Okay, those type of stuff. When my um, milky water from Fenty runs out. It runs out at the same time as my core ex snail mousse. Mm-hmm. That will be a sad date because yeah. I actually love those products together. <laughs> okay, um, for me, mine is the lack of brush maintenance. I realize I don't wash my brushes enough, like nearly enough. I, I, I feel like it's meant to be like every time you use them. That's a lot. That's that's really a lot. That I can I can do a month once a month. I think once I a month like is once good because you don't use them that often. Yeah, in a month. I actually bought new brushes from Can Beauty actually. Are they so, good? Yeah, they're on sale. I think. I, the set is £60. I think I got them for £35. I'm really deep in how much money you've spent recently. But I'm not going to pocket watch. I'm just deep in it. That was so <laughs> aggressive for Sola. Wow. Anyway. So, look, I just sat here and I was like, wait, when did you buy this? When did you buy that? This I said, earlier oh. this week because I needed new brushes. Like, literally, my brushes are, like, on their last legs. I've had some of them. And this is why. This is my thing. Right? I've had some of my brushes literally since I used to do makeup. No, and that was, like, five no, years ago. I know. Yeah. I know. I'm not pocket watching. I said it. I was just like, damn. Shall we get... When you've used them for like two months, let me know because yeah. I want to invest in some brushes. Yeah. Um, and then this one, Vasada's going to be on my neck. But please, I'm, please, please. Listen, I am sticking by my good sis, Alicia Lati. She gave me the thumbs up. She didn't give you the she thumbs gave me, up. I she com- didn't give she you gave the me the thumbs, thumbs up. up. That's she all I saw. She did it. Basically, you guys know I have a bad habit of sleeping in my makeup after a night out. Hmm. And do you know what? Do you know what the issue is? I feel like, yeah. Don't tell me not to do it because then I'm going to do it. Because <laughs> yesterday I was on the phone to Bosola because I went out last night and she's like, oh, make sure you, you take off your makeup after. And I said, bet. <laughs> and you didn't do it. Do you know it. what? I got home. I was, I was, I was like, should I take off my makeup? And I said, no. Out of spite. <laughs> <laughs> Is it me you're spiting or yourself? <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, I, do you know, it's not really, a, like, my thing is, if, I, if I'm in the mood, I'll do it. Mm. but like it's not a big to me it's not a big deal it's not a big deal I feel like yeah what she's conflating is Alicia's in Mexico shaking her ass uh-huh. so she can go five days without um taking her makeup up at night uh-huh. you went to you went to somewhere in central London uh-huh. and you're telling me you can come home and not wash your face uh-huh. you didn't even have that no you had fun let me not lie but <laughs> do you know what I mean the fun is not the same level to excuse I what you're excusing I understand okay okay I'm gonna do it sometimes but all I'm saying is out for me like I'm not putting too much pressure on it um Third thing is Amazon. I feel like it's time to stop now. And Praise God. No, you were on the same boat. What? We still both order from Amazon. I don't order from Amazon. You're a liar. Where do you get your books from? I buy them from bookshops. Okay. I buy more of my books from bookshops and supermarkets. Okay. Well, um, I'm trying to stop using Amazon. Um, It's about time. I just think the convenience is what gets me most but at the same time I remember convenience comes at the price of actual people's labour mm-hmm. so I have to be conscious about that and then spontaneous shopping like Basola was saying I have spent quite a lot of money this week that's because <laughs> do you know what my problem is yeah 
Because the reason why, so yesterday, um, what's called I was like on around Battersea, and I remembered oh Battersea Power Station has yeah. like a really nice Zara. So I was like, oh, let me go and check it out. And that's my problem. When I go, I don't just window shop. Yeah, I shop you have shop. to buy. <laughs> so was I'm it busy? To, um, it was at some point, but it was okay. it's like not it's okay because that's the only reason I haven't been yet because I was like half of the development. But development is still is not open, mm. and I can't be asked to go when it's no, still it's busy. No, it's really nice though. Okay, okay. like literally all the shops are nice. Like okay. Zara, especially. I think the Zara has like three floors, and Ooh. they have a really nice home section. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm going down to that side of London in March. Can yeah. you see how far in advance I have to book stuff <laughs> March for brunch? Yeah. So I'll go and visit. Yeah, but um, okay. Next thing in the agenda is in your bag. So, Basola, what's in your bag this month? Oh, what's in my bag? At first, I didn't think I had a lot in my bag, but then I remembered at Christmas I got the Black Girl sunscreen, mm-hmm. and I must say I like it. However, I think it's a winter sunscreen because its finish reminds me of the white Bondi sand, so a bit mm-hmm. oily. Mm-hmm. I don't think I'd want that vibe in summer, mm-hmm. but very good winter sunscreen. I think if you powdered over the top, it's fine. But I think that's going to be my winter and I'm going to stick besides the blue Bondi sands in yeah. summer. I had to stock up, but before I went on holiday, Boots were doing, I think they brought them back into stock. Yeah. I literally bought four. I bought two because yeah. I knew I had two orders of the like, uh, S- um, Black Girl Sunscreen. Yeah, I was like, I can't. If this thing sells out again, I don't know I'm going to do that. <laughs> but you know you could have bought it from Bondi Size website. Because really? when it was sold out everywhere, it was on that website. I just didn't What's the p- shipping like though? It's actually free after a certain amount. If you bought four, you would have had free shipping. Mm, so just keep that in your back pocket next time. But yeah, what else? That's actually the only thing. But I did go to France. So I have some stuff like I'm willing, re- re- I have ready to try mm-hmm. when I need them. So I got the quarterly face and body spray from a re- recommendation from an event we went to in October. Was it October? What event? October, darling, was December. Was it in December? Yeah. Jesus. December 4th, I think. Oh, yeah, it was. Yeah. We went to the Black Beauty Beat. And it was fantastic to hear yeah. from so many people, to talk about um, black women in the beauty industry and just to get so much insight. Yeah. I think one of the highlights was I met Candice. Breathwaite. Miss Breathwaite, if you're nasty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a lovely woman. She's just a sweetheart. Yeah. I love that woman. Yeah. I got pictures too. If you if you saw, you saw, innit? <laughs> um, what else? And then Nas. Oh, what was her lovely name? Oh, yes. Sherelle Lazarus. Yes. Yeah, and, and Bernice Michelle Botang. They did a wonderful like demonstration. We were influenced. Yes, and we we definitely bought. We that were influenced. We went straight <laughs> from that demonstration to the NAS counter and bought the products. Like yes. it was just so fantastic. Yeah. But one of the segments was talking about skincare. Yeah. Yeah. And they just discussed like their favorite SPFs and the lovely um, panel host. Again, I can't remember her lovely name. It, um, it was Doctor Something. Oh, um, Deji. Yes. Oh, Deja Ellis. Yes. yes. She has the book called black skin bible or something like yes. that so yeah yes she she gave the recommendation that the quarterly spray is like a really good spf and it makes your body glow and shimmer yeah. so of course i went to try and buy it online and it wasn't available oh. like it was literally out of stock on every single website in the uk so i think they've withdrawn selling it here at least oh. for now yeah. so when i went to paris i said quarterly is a french brand let me go and buy it and i bought it i also got biofine which is meant to be really good for like after sun care like if mm-hmm. you get sunburn or if is you get a cut it's kind of like with acne as well they have like products with acne yeah, they Someone do. Else. Okay, yeah. 
but I didn't buy that. I don't have acne. Yeah. And the last thing, I thought I was buying the La Roche-Posay um, face cleanser because my cleanser was about to run out. No, I bought body wash. Mm. And I spent 20 euros. And I don't know how to feel about that. But if it's good, I'll just let it go. Yeah, fair enough. For me, same. A lot of the things that I have on my in my bag was from the BEB event. Um, which is, the first thing is for skin. Um, the La Roche-Posay Niacinamide B10 Serum. Mm-hmm absolutely love it especially with the fact that i'm using retinol um so i just put it on after my retinol just to add extra moisture to my face and it's a great product i just personally wouldn't bite myself because it's 40 pound for literally like 30 mil mm-hmm. well let me confirm actually i think it's like 55 mil but it's like very small basically <laughs> so to me like the cost per use doesn't make sense i, I don't think i would buy it after finishing um for makeup it's the chem beauty airbrush finishing setting powder generally that's one of the best setting powders i've used and it's like only like I want to say like 20 pound or 24 pound so it's really affordable and like I got the the shade meringue which is a basically a white powder and I basically I put my like actual like color powder which in um Huda Beauty under like just to actually like press in my makeup and then I use that to like just add like a bit more brightness and honestly it works really well Then for hair is the This Hair of Mine Scalp Serum which was in the takeaway bags You got that? Yes I'm jealous. I'm in. I'm. This is one I would buy again. It's fifty pound, but I would definitely buy it again. No, because it's the price yeah. that does me. Because I know Alicia recommended it, and then she gave me a cheaper version. Yeah, but I do want to try yeah, it. Yeah, no, it's really good. Um, and then special mentions to the Laura Mercier Almond Coconut Body Set that was also in the pack. Um, generally, I've never felt more sexier than after using that set. Like they had a body cream um there's, a there's bo- a honey, shower gel yeah. and a sp- like a body spray mm-hmm. and honestly you smell so good i remember one time um a new person in our office started like um in the manager room thingy they started downstairs and he came up to say hi to us and he was like oh this room smells really nice what is it, it smells like coconut i was like it's me <laughs> honestly <laughs> it smells so nice so that has been our intro to this month's episode Mm -hmm. and now we are going to take some more in-depth deep dives into some topics about what's been happening lately just to catch you guys up discuss our thoughts and just you know catch a vibe yeah so the first thing was an article that i saw on refining 29 by Mm -hmm. the beauty editor tori crowther and basically um a bunch of influencers are going poor (laughs) essentially (laughs) that's the the crux of it because basically they're like they feel in the article it basically explains how there's a pressure to like buy and review stuff and then as micro influencers you don't really have the funds to kind of do that and like the one of the one of the people that they um she interviewed actually like i think she went into like seven thousand dollars of seven thousand pounds of her savings which is to me is crazy but anyways we'll get into that and yeah just them funding their lifestyle out out of pocket Mm. now See, I don't see this necessarily as the uh, influencer issue. I think it's just general social media. Okay. Um, especially with like how the landscape of social media is changing, being that like most places have like storefronts now, like TikTok shop and Instagram shop and stuff like that. I think it's just becoming more and more easier to buy stuff, even though you don't need. Like, I think what's the thing? It's like UX, UI stuff like that. It's mm-hmm. just very easy to to. Like it's they've made it a lot easier to just buy yeah. yeah and obviously obviously there is a pressure on it but yeah 
I don't know, what do you think? I think it's a really interesting topic. And I think it just links to what I said as my out for the year, which is overconsumption. Mm-hmm. Because I guess like, even if you're trying to be a micro influencer, there has to be the point where you realize that you cannot compete with the big people. Yeah. And you need to just work out financially, like what works for you, yeah. what doesn't work for you. Yeah. How much can you actually afford? And then I think it just plays into the thing that really annoys me. I understand why beauty brands send all their PR to like big, beauty people mm-hmm. big brands but i think there must be some level of opportunity if they started selling to like smaller micro influencers yeah. to be like because they would be really appreciative i feel like you would get more content from a smaller person than a bigger person yeah not how, not how ethical that will be for the price you're paying that type of stuff mm-hmm. but i think there's a way we can balance it so that smaller influencers don't need to go bankrupt mm-hmm. to be able to create content and join the industry yeah. but at the same time they are not um big brands are helping the there's just a lot of nuance i think to it that yeah. i can't verbalize. there is a lot of nuance i think for me personally even like at work i personally send some micro influencers mm-hmm. but i don't think it's an issue especially with like the nature like with um what you were saying about obviously they prioritize prioritize micro influencers with micro influencers you're going to get the reach and the the general engagement. no engagement Engage- is more micro yeah, so, yeah, because their yeah, their yeah. community is more um smaller. That, well, so that's what I was yeah. trying to say. Smaller, but with micro influencers, you get the reach, so you reach a lot more people. So it's mm-hmm. like nine times out of ten, you get more purchases from that one influencer than if you send to ten influencers. But I think, yeah, I think send what what my advice is is to I think micro influencers need to hone in on their skills. But obviously, this comes with time. Definitely. But I think it's like they need to practice. Like they need to do the reaching out essentially because. It is very hard to find micro influencers that are specifically on brand for like a specific brand. Mm-hmm. Um, so what they need to do is like they need to hone in, hone in on the craft. So like you have to, if there's brands you want to align with, so if it's like a Glossier or um, I don't know Fenty, make sure that like Glossier you it's clean beauty, so everything needs to be like minimalistic and stuff like that. Fenty, like I don't know, play about with like blush and stuff, even like rare beauty. Like make mm-hmm. sure you, like you just need to fit the aesthetic yeah. of the brand you want to. And be then email them. With. Seven, there's, it won't be a nine, time, nine times out of ten, probably like a seven, seven or six, mm-hmm. but 60% is better than zero. 100%. And I do think, I don't want to lay blame with anyone, but I think one person, the article said like, if a new lip gloss came out, she I wouldn't buy just buy one. Colors. She said she'll there's buy all no the colours. There's actually no need because yeah. all the colours don't suit you yeah. and you already know that. You're there's just no doing need. it to do like, content but yeah. it's not even good content at that point because it's like you're going to complain about the yeah. product but it wasn't for you because even we did a campaign till the end of last year with lipstick and we only sent three there was like six shades we only sent three to each influencer there's absolutely no need to collect six because realistically you're not gonna you're gonna use you're gonna choose your favorite one and you're gonna use that so mm-hmm. it's like it is i do understand where like the play i that, think yeah that some stuff that they can do we can do ourselves when we're trying to make content yeah. to make it easier i think even though we don't make content content, mm-hmm. like the way we're trying to like be sustainable and shop now, I think is a lot healthier yeah. than when we were definitely before. I think last year I was just buying stuff for the sake yeah. of buying stuff because I wanted to try it and say I used it for the pods. Yeah, I think for me though, um, well, I didn't look at all the creators that was included in the article, mm-hmm. but most of them were black, were white, sorry. So yes. like, I was just thinking like, if this is what's going on with white influencers, can you imagine what it is for black and brown micro influencers? 100%. Like, and like, especially with how like volatile the nature of influencing is, like you have no consistent in- income. So like you, I don't know if you saw towards the end of last year, there was like a trend on TikTok. I really enjoyed that trend. Yeah, how much like I earned. And like some some months will be like 1K, some months will be 10K, some months will be zero. 
Like, that's crazy. Do you know a remix I saw of that? I was hilarious. So, so the boyfriend helps the girlfriend make content. Mm-hmm. So he was counting how much he either spent helping her make content Lol. or how much she paid, gave him. Like, so there was one month where he was like minus $500 because they went on a trip and she just used it to take pictures for her okay. Instagram. And then there was one month he'll be like $3 because she bought me a coffee after I took her pictures. <laughs> but yeah i don't know i'm trying to see the resolve though like with like how do we come to i think it to be fair but to the overconsumption thing it's yeah. i'm telling you the theme of we the year is reduce your consumption 100 costy lives everything because he lives Cause he li- that's it because he lives <laughs> yeah no definitely i think just be more mindful i think i actually that was one of the biggest trends predictions on beauty we'll mind, get to that in next yeah. episode um but like it's like people are are, are shop trying to shop more sustainably obviously mm-hmm. not everything it's not going to be 100 percent each time but if you are able to buy less like even like i'll get towards the end but the literally only new makeup that i bought was on sale like mm-hmm. I, I try kind of try and prioritize that rather than just buying for the sake of buying because I mean I don't I, 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 like, especially because I um what's called re, uh, redecorated my bedroom I realized a lot of the stuff that like I threw away so many stuff because I was like I, don't, I haven't used it in years mm-hmm. why do I still have it exactly I think I've really downsized my makeup and now I only buy to a place which is something that's really good and mm. I'm hoping to move that into everything yeah um okay moving on next one is my i would say one of the biggest trends of the <laughs> last year like it was viral for viral sake like it was just so i think it's a, it's a bit silly but we'll get into it essentially it's a buccal fat removal thing that was going on and everyone wanting to look snatched and yeah if you don't know what buccal fat removal is it's essentially when you surgically remove the pad of tissue that exists in the inside of your cheeks and there's been a rise of people getting this um surgery and getting this fat extracted in order to thin, thin out their faces and i just found two articles both by um day's beauty editor um alex peters just looking at the lengths people are going to achieve this look and so one of the articles is like girls succumb to cheek yes. stuff like that and that actually got a lot of backlash on social media i don't know if you saw i did not so the caption was crazy i can't remember like word for word but it was basically saying like heroin chic is back essentially like no but you know what i'm not gonna cap i've seen like the heroin chic yeah, is yeah. going to be the next no but it was thing. like something about like coke was, is coke is like in oh so they were out like so coke. they were promoting it yeah it okay that's wild. that's wild but i also find it funny that the second article was also written by the same person she was saying why well like what's wrong with my um what's cherub cheeks yes so it's like how can you <laughs> like and they're like literally within the span of two weeks so like how do you like go balance from one to yeah it's very wild but <laughs> when you said they were written by the same person i was like are yeah, you sure person. because one was like yeah criticizing one yeah. was pro and same I'm, person eh, interesting Shout out to her though. <laughs> um um so Matola, what do you think of the bugle the fact when we were trying i think generally it's um People, I let me say this sensitively <laughs> because I do understand that people can have insecurities yeah. and sensitivities. Yeah. Body dysmorphia. It's all a very serious thing. I just find it wild that I'm, I mean, we keep seeing it. The people are doing trends because other people are doing them. Mm-hmm. Because you saw one celebrity do it, then the next celebrity do it, then the next one, and you can't tell me it was weight loss. Yeah. Your body is the same. Yeah. So we know you just removed the fat in your cheeks, and it's just wild to me that that could be such an insecurity. I I'm of the same belief. I like like I said, it's not to be condescending or like yeah. ignorant to ex- people's like, what, experiences. Yeah. 
but genuinely like it's, like because it's mundane things as well i can understand like a nose because it's like if like if you have a like complex of your nose like and you want to reduce that's fine because like, people are looking at your face every single day um body as well like i understand if you want big boobs you want smaller boobs sure do what you like but the fat in your cheeks like, I, no i agree because i say this as someone who's always been called a chubby face yeah. like i know i have fat cheeks but it has never crossed my mind to be like oh how do i get rid of the fat of my cheeks like honestly and i just want to know what's going on because if people are telling you you need to be doing this yeah like you need to get rid of those people in your life yeah. because it's wild that people honestly. make insecurities out of everything now. and i'm off of the belief that certain things in the human body are there for a reason not to be, become all like no, no, no. biological like existential no, honestly, the fat in your cheeks, like when you get older, that Thank thing is gonna you. it's gonna dissolve. Like all so the it's gonna go eventually. And obviously there are ways to if you wanna lose weight in your face, there's ways to do that without like altering your, your facial structure. It's just really wild to me. Just as you said, you lose the fat with age. So I'm really wondering, like in the next five to twenty years, mm. because it's going to be that wide, because yeah. so many people of different ages have done it, how are these people going to like refill their cheeks so they don't look like you can't? It doesn't grow back. I've had to I, search it up. No, I, I know it doesn't grow back. But It'll it's probably like, have to get implants, but that's wild. It, yeah, it's going to be implants because filler is going to be too much to put yeah. in that area. And it's just crazy. Like, you've just cost yourself money now. Yeah. It's going to cost you in the future. I'll probably cost you multiple times in the future yeah. because we've seen what they've done with implants. They'll put bad implants in. Then you have to go and replace the implants. Like yeah. It's just so wild that you've caused yourself having to constantly replace this when yeah. it wasn't overall necessary what i will say though is i don't really like how polarizing these two trends are like with the whole so i don't know if you saw so once the whole good girl the school girl whatever the succumber chic the pico fat removal trend started taking off i saw like an influx of videos of um i don't, I don't call them creators i don't, I don't think that actual influences just as a response to what was going on on socials they started saying oh now that my like ch- um cherub cheeks are out i said hmm what <laughs> no but please 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 yeah. i want pick me to rest yeah it's not everything you have to say oh i'm the opposite of that it's yeah. not me they're talking about just know that in yourself and go like yeah. why do you have to make other people feel down just so you can feel good like what does that say about you yeah i don't know what's the resolve then what's the resolve? yeah it's, the resolve is it's not gonna happen but there is is that we need to stop talking about people's bodies yes Hundred percent. It's not gonna stop because it's people make stop. money and from think, it. Yeah, especially with like the beauty industry and how like cap like the way it capitalizes on people's insecurities. Mm-hmm. But wild. I think for me the resolve is to I don't know, it's it's very condescending, but literally you need to be comfortable with yourself. I, I but the thing is you don't I don't mind if you really choo- want to have plastic surgery yeah. you choose to have plastic surgery but you're doing it for you yes and it's like something that was a general insecurity for you yeah I really don't want people to start doing surgery or do surgery because they feel like oh I have to because other people are doing it yeah oh I have to because this person has commented on it if it wasn't an insecurity for you before don't let someone turn it into an insecurity yeah. for you that's why I was like, how, how do you feel insecure about the fighting your cheeks <laughs> anyways moving on hmm. we have <sighs> just sign sign the Maya organic controversy that went on and on and on at the beginning of this year now Basola, let hmm. us know what that is so we all know the Maya cosmetics introduced a rosemary oil that went off in the black community last year mm-hmm. if you remember i actually spoke about it in an episode that i was using it yes still you did. Got, it still got strong bro 
But the problem has been that the communities using the products have changed. The demographic has changed. Mm -hmm. A new demographic of women have entered the shops, have been buying out our hair oil, and we don't like it. We didn't like it at all. And to make matters worse, with the rise of popularity, some people saw a price increase in their local stores. Mm -hmm. And then to make matters worse again, a big conglomerate bought my own. And now we are... People are worried. Let me not say we, because I'm just reporting what the people said. Yeah. People are worried that with the new demographic of women using the products and the acquisition, that the formulation will change to appeal to a broader pe- amount of people. Mm-hmm. And that we are once again losing a product that was designed for Africa, Caribbean hair yeah. to the masses. Examples given have been Shea Moisture, Cantu, Cream of Nature. I, I believe so, yeah. Yeah. So that's. Oh, someone said. I don't know if it, what's the other one. Not Auntie Jackie's. Oh, Camille. Carol. Oh, Carol. Like, no, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's Camille and Rose. Um, but yeah, basically, this all started because uh, influencer in America put on her Amazon Best Buys of like 2022 a video that went viral, and that's how people started buying. See, it. the thing is, I didn't even see that video. All mm. I, all of a sudden, I just started seeing um, yeah. white women. Yeah. And let, let me be real. Doing this is my wash day routine. Yeah, and if and you I search up on wild. TikTok as well, Maya Organics is just white women. Someone said the name wrong, like completely and utterly wrong. Oh, my Ellie. Yes, yes. I said my Ellie. Hmm? <laughs> it's crazy but to what you were saying the founder did come out to say that they have no plans of um changing the formula which yeah but I they, thought was nice that's nice but dep- i don't know who has the majority stake in the business yes, anymore so, that's so if it's png they can do what they want <laughs> exactly so um someone actually did point out when i was like looking at videos and stuff on tiktok they was like saying they said we as in my organics wouldn't change it but it doesn't mean that png will not if they own 90 percent of the company is done they're changing yeah. it um i don't know and like a lot of new information has actually come back towards like the like problematic dealings of like influencers and customers that they have so like i don't know like Like, what you think i'm happy that they're getting their flowers to a degree Mm -hmm. like they have good products they work well i think what the problem stands is that when people don't say the name of the product correctly don't use it correctly and Mm -hmm. just overall do you know what take i saw sorry i literally just remembered it Someone said, because obviously the, on the TikTok video, this Alex Eagle Eagle girl, mm-hmm. uh, Alex, oh, sorry. Um, it didn't say it was an Amazon promotion. Mm-hmm. It was just said paid promotion or something like that, but it didn't say what brand. So someone's, it's like people are speculating that maybe P&G or Biola Galax, whatever, paid her for the video. And that's how they got to introduce a new demographic. So just right before they announced the partnership. Which I thought was like, oh my god, that that is true because I when they announced P and G had acquired whatever, I was like, is this because of the, yeah. or is it something that was in the pipeworks and yeah. everything's just seemed to work out? That could actually have been the yeah, thing they could. might have wanted to sell, and they were like, we need to do something. That's wild though. It's not wild. Sorry, I'm gonna get my money up. I mean, it's wild because you marketed. Actually, no, it is wild because if you've marketed yourself as a certain brand yes. for so long, and then to just switch it up is crazy. Yeah. But then you know, on the reformulation front, do you know why I think it will get reformulated? Why? Because people are complaining about the smell. Really? People people are complaining about the smell and apparently i saw something it was like when amala oil became popular to the masses mm-hmm. that's what they started to do mm. people that wasn't like in their culture to use were complaining about the smell some people changed the formulas so i don't th- i don't think the original one that everyone uses mm-hmm. but like people are complaining i feel like for this to be acquired by png it will probably change so they can keep those people because they're going to listen to feedback you listen to the feedback of the demographic you want to 
um, keep in your product, yeah. the people you want to continue purchasing your product. So I think it might happen. Mm. We'll have to see. Um, another conversation that was like kind of linked to it was like hair shops buying, like and selling, sorry, um, fake versions of the male yeah, products. Yes. I find that crazy. I- I know it's crazy, but I thought it had been like an unspoken rule yeah. that we knew it was happening. Like places that avoid buying beauty products from hair shops, unless I really have to, I don't buy them from yeah, there. Yeah, I buy Amazon. tools more likely. Yeah, I saw Amazon as well. Apparently, like, um, like make sure not to buy skincare because people return stuff a lot and they just repackage and sell it. Mm-hmm. That's mad. Like Amazon, I haven't bought yeah, um, I- beauty stuff since like university. Like generally, yeah. the greatest thing that happened to me was for my local super drug in a predominantly white area to start carrying black hair products. Mm. And now I can buy, now we can buy it so much easily in like super drug on boots. Yeah. It's been great. I think probably when boots and super drug didn't carry the stuff, it was original. Mm-hmm. But like now to compete, they're probably buying fake so they can price it cheaper. That's crazy though. But mm, anyways, anyways. That's my hypothetical yeah. reasoning. I don't actually know the science behind it or what's actually going on. I just on. think I just think it just speaks to the the point of like they don't they're not in it to like serve us. Like, mm-hmm. like if you're stocking predominantly black hair and beauty products, why I, I get it's a business, but it's just I don't know. No, it's, it's a disappointing. Bi- no, it's a business, but it still means give us the goods we're paying for. Yeah. I don't think it's an excuse, but it's just mad. Yeah. Generally. Um, but yeah, two, two things that, but you know how like, um, got to be yeah when, um, they started marketing. See, my thing is if you change the marketing, I'm not too fast. So I saw that like when Shane Moisture got acquired, they changed the <laughs> yeah, I saw like, that video. white women and which is like, I don't think I'm fast with marketing. If the product is still the same product, it's still the same. Cause like with like got to be, obviously they saw influx of like black girls using their thingy for like, um, the edges, edges or, and they made the little ones. Yeah, yeah. So I feel like, I don't think, uh, I feel like, I, I don't know. I think it really just depends how much control they, the current owners have, mm. what the actual roadmap and the plans are. If they just wanted to, get their money and leave mm-hmm. we may see a really different proposition in them or but if they but st- they said they're still going to be it's still going to be a black owned brand D- that's is a it statement yeah okay then we actually just have to wait and see it's just been like listening to everything it's just been so interesting yeah it's, yeah i don't know what's going to come from because even i saw like apparently like her husband was like threatening influencers for speaking out about like a product and stuff like that i just think i just hope Sha, that one this acquisition doesn't mean changing the formulas. Two, they don't start pandering, not even catering, pandering <laughs> to white audiences. And three, that I, do you know what? I wish them well because I think it is a big thing for a brand to grow that size. For example, like Top Calls last year, they announced like a $10 million mm-hmm, funding, which is the, the biggest for like a black a, a, a black woman. Not biggest, sorry. She the was fourth. the youngest. She was the, yeah, but she was the youngest yeah, yeah. to ever get that amount. And that's like, like I respect all brands and stuff like that. But I just think, if you're gonna be for the community, be for the community. Don't just like say it and then go elsewhere. It's very annoying. I think it's different for skincare though, mm. because while yes, black women really suffer for hyperpigmentation. It's not Literally, as much. Yeah. It's not split between skin types, hair types. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah, people yeah. can use the same products. Yeah, it just so happened that it's really, really good for hyperpigmentation. Yeah. Whereas I feel like for hair products, you really struggle because if you make keep your product 
devil's advocate mm-hmm. if you stick to completely afro-caribbean hair mm-hmm. your market is only so large yeah i get it 100 i do but my thing is that the way i see with beauty as well you could i think it's, it can still be targeted towards a certain demographic and mm-hmm. work towards others yeah like obviously it's not Obviously, I'm, we're not saying don't buy my L because at the end of the day, they need to make money and it's like... It's yeah, we want them to we do well. We want them to make, do well. But I just think it's more of a... I don't know. Honestly, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of like 50-50 between the situation. But I just hope that they get better business practices if this rumour about the husband it's is true. It's probably true, especially yeah. for small brands. Do you know what I'd really love to do one day? Mm. Bring a small brand owner to discuss like the pros and cons of being acquired. Oh my God, yeah oh my god guys no honestly it's gonna happen no gonna I, happen. like because we're just talking hypothetically even yeah. though we both work in like beauty retail i actually don't know the pros and cons of being acquired especially for skincare brands or beauty brands i actually don't i think i saw there's you know that tiktok you know, TikTok you sent me about the topicals thingy yeah i think they explained it something about being a unicorn i don't know no, guys. but that's like more of a startup this venture capital thing yeah bro startups <laughs> and stuff venture capital crazy. funding seed funding basically they said for her she's um set up topicals really well yeah especially if they go through i think it's what they just did was round a funding mm-hmm. if they have a really good round b she set herself up really well to sell it for like a hundred million or a billion it was one of those numbers like to sell it very yeah. high that's yeah. what she's done yeah sorry did you know do you know what we didn't talk about Guinea. the whole hair oiling debate in general no but guys you know did you see the tiktoks where they said hair oiling was asian i thought asian and blacks were doing it so i'm of the belief in terms of like the hair oiling as in before your wash day going through your strands putting it through like like scalp and stuff i'm of the belief that that's an um ovidovic ovidovic it's like eight hold on let me search the word because so on on this note very random as she's googling did you know you can get um given a prize if you're the first person to ever google something oh i wonder what you could do google (laughs) um (laughs) it's a a (laughs) yervidov sorry (laughs) say this word please a A yervidic yeah sorry that was that sounded really inappropriate um but essentially it's just like a natural process of things that originated from indian medicine medicinal practices yeah so in terms of that i know that's like what's the word how's that say vintage Uh, (laughs) what's the word home that's home to um the indian indian cultures and stuff like that um i do understand like hair like using oils and hair has been a long practice in like black communities but that like the trend that went viral of oiling your hair and then washing yeah, it out it, 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 do you, oh did you watch Bridgerton season two no uh, yeah yeah but yeah, it's yeah. like a scene where the mom and sister they're all like oiling each other's hair and stuff like that that particular practice mm-hmm. and that's the, that's what what's that at hand right now that's like oh yeah yeah. The, yeah but secondly the product isn't that type of hair oil is mm, it it's not that's why I was it's hair growth no <laughs> that's why i was so confused like you're putting it on to wash it off firstly yeah secondly i didn't I thought wash days, wash days mm-hmm. is a very much a black connotation. Yes, yes So it, it was is. like the way they were conflating everything on top, it was yeah. just too much for me. Yeah. Anyways, this is a big, hefty conversation. I think we'll just have to, it's, I think it's a thing we'll have to like keep our eye on like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like we do. I mean, we stopped now though, for the whole Celebrate Beauty brands, but I think it's something that we have to see how it plays out for there to be like a resolve or understanding um to come from it so yeah yeah, i guess it's time to wind up 
it is time to round up this episode we've really discussed some really cool things we talked about how 2022 ended for us did some deep dives in some very interesting topics let us know your thoughts your ideas you know any questions that we asked during the pods if you had know the answers just let us know and to round off we are going to tell you what we have on our wish list Yatta. okay so mine are more brand focus because just like just to show what brands i'm like I have my own, like I mentioned at the beginning. So for hair, it's Ceremonia, which I believe is a Latinx-owned brand. Um, I don't know why, but I really, I'm really obsessed with their product right now. So it's Defo, like literally any everything. <laughs> it's kind of on my wish list from them. Second thing is um, skin, which I mentioned, like, like I hinted to earlier, is Sunday Body, which is a body care brand. And they have the cutest, like, packaging. It's in, like, whipped cream foam bottles. And I really like the look of it. Um, they have, like, different flavours, like cherry, stuff like that. And they're, like, really affordable. They're, like, £12 each. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, so I'm really excited about that. And then, like I said earlier, makeup, Pat McGrath. So um, Pat McGrath had an end-of-year sale. Pat McGrath does really great sales, by the way. <laughs> like, it's dumb expensive, but they do great sales. This is my second time ordering from them. And they've both been in sales. So I got the foundation the um pressed powder and the loose powder i really want a concealer but the concealer wasn't on sale so i was like that's not really a point of me buying it then um so and i got a bunch of like free stuff as well from work for them so you might see a video on our page <laughs> full of um pat mcgrath products but we'll have to see about that um but yeah i'm really excited to like use those things so yeah what about you what's on your what's on your wish list so as I said, you know, overconsumption's out. So I'm currently in the field of a new cleanser because like I said, I have about a month left. I'm looking for a gentle and foaming, has to be gentle and foaming. Mm-hmm. I realise I don't like creams. I don't like because yeah. my skin still feels greasy yeah. post. It needs to be gentle and foaming. Mm-hmm cleansers so if you have any suggestions please let me know i really need some help mm-hmm. i currently have been using the hydrating gentle to foam cleanser from cerave mm-hmm. i'd like to try something different if not i'll just repurchase it have you tried it by Emma yet no try that it's kind of similar to the oil one the oil cerave one mm-hmm. um it's and it's all right it doesn't last as long as i'd like it to that's the only thing but it's 10 pounds so it's okay. like it's relatively cheap maybe i'll try that and then for my hair I think, depending when I take out these braids, depending on the length, I may dye my hair. What colour? You know, like, the ginger that I had, 2020, 2020, that colour. Because I want to do this hairstyle again, but get human hair, French curl ends. Mm -hmm. And I just think that's such a sexy summer hairstyle. That is. That's cute. Yeah. And then... Yeah, and I... Like, you know, I've said before, I want to bleach my brows. And I tried it and I they literally turned light brown. I want blonde, but I do not know if they're appropriate for the corporate workplace. You just have to do it gradually. Like, you I, do I it bit by bit. So, like, people, by the time it gets to blonde, people don't notice no more. Like, what? what's the worst that's going to happen? That's Can they fire you? They can't. Hypothet- do you have, uh, like, no. a dress code? No. Yeah. But hypothetically, they can because I haven't done two years. You get it's harder to it's easier to fire someone they yeah. haven't been there two years it'll be fine come on it just uh, maybe do it like a light brown okay i'll try how light you feel brown. about that yeah. yeah but honestly like ugh, alicia so you've spoken about you so oh, much yeah. in this episode your brows alicia, your eyebrows Oof. oh <laughs> it was you that made me want to bleach my brows alicia, I, wanted oh. to, I just don't know how that's gonna look with red hair i feel like i'm just gonna look like a clown so that's why i'm like hesitant to do it 
I just think it's a lot. I, th- I don't okay. think I don't think I can have both red hair and blonde eyebrows. I want you to do red eyebrows. I do because even when I do my makeup now, it looks too dark for mm-hmm. my hair. So I'm like, I might start using a red pencil and see how that goes. But yeah, that is. Oh, that was a really good episode, Basala. I actually had lots of fun. I had um, loads of fun. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for listening. We are so appreciative of every listen, every stream. Um, we are on the road to 500k, 500k. Cool. Period. God wish. 500 streams. <laughs> ah, no, 500k. This is Amen. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Onwards and upwards. Um, but yeah, thank you for listening. Let us know if you have any thoughts on what we discuss. If, if you are yeah just drop it on our, on our Please, social media we just want to know your thoughts hear from you if you're a small business owner that will come and talk to us anything come yeah. and we have another episode coming out in the next i want to say 10 days don't hold me to it because <laughs> i have no control over the scheduling so i'm just gonna let him make the promise it just depends on how what like when i can get these episodes edited but thank you so much for listening we are so appreciative again um ready yeah three two one bye, bye.